0: Hello and welcome to Dragon Bites, the paediatric podcast aimed at paediatric trainees or anyone interested in child health. I'm Asim, one of the paediatric trainees here in Wales, and one of the presenters for Dragon Bites. This week we've got a special episode for you about a novel idea from South Wales to improve engagement in paediatrics with medical students and hopefully to improve recruitment to paediatrics in the long term. Thomas Cromarty, Dragon Bites host and regional rep for Wales, and I, in my capacity as a trainee rep for ST1-5s to in South Wales, were thinking of ways to get more medical students interested in paediatrics. One of our ideas was to develop a role for a couple of trainee paediatricians, that of a paediatric liaison officer, one for each of the paediatric societies in our local universities, Cardiff and Swansea. This has already proven successful beyond our wildest dreams. This episode, Jordan Evans, Paediatric Emergency Medicine Grid trainee and the Paediatric Liaison Officer to Cardiff University, and Alex Richards, Year 5 Medical Student and Recent President of the Cardiff University Paediatric Society, or CUPS, tell us about the advantages of having a Paediatric Liaison Officer and, even more excitingly, the project they developed together, World CUPS where paediatric trainees could recruit medical students to help them with their various projects. We're also joined today by our newest DragonBytes host, Rebecca Jones. Anyway, let's get started. So um, I'm Asim, I'm one of the hosts with Dragon Bites, and we've got a great podcast for you this week, um, all about this project that, that um, the paediatric trainees in Wales have been doing with the Cardiff Uni Paediatric Society. But before we get started with that, I think we've got a whole round of introductions to do because we've got so many of us here. So can I start by introducing one of, um, actually, should, let's all introduce ourselves. So, um uh Rebecca, can you kick things off with us? A, a brief little introduction, please.
1: Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a F3 in neonates in Birmingham, but I'm going to be an ST1 in Wales from next year. And I'm one of the newest members of the Dragon Bites team.
0: Oh, lovely to have you here with us, Rebecca. And also, aren't you Welsh through and through?
1: Yes, Welsh born and bred, studied in Swansea for medicine and my biology degree. So Wales isn't getting away from me. <laughs> Amazing. Tom.
2: Hi, I'm Tom. I'm another one of the Dragon Bites presenters. I'm an ST6 uh, studying in South Wales, and I'm really happy to have uh, Jordan leading the way with this project as it's helping us uh, improve our recruitment and retention of paediatricians for the future.
0: Amazing. Couldn't have put it better myself, Tom. That's perfect. Jordan,
2: Hello,
3: I'm Jordan. I'm a pediatric SDA doing Pete's Emergency Medicine grid. Um, I am the Cardiff University Pediatric Society Liaison Officer and Dragon Bites, Dragon Bites fanboy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can we just say a quick massive congratulations to Jordan who CCT'd?
3: Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
0: <laughs> um, and finally, we have Alex.
4: Hello, I'm Alex. I'm a fifth year medical student at Cardiff University, and I've just finished up as president of Cardiff University Paediatric Society.
0: And can we have a massive shout out to Alex, who's passed her fourth year? Woo woo woo! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Thanks, Tom.
2: Lovely. I think what, although we've had some brief introductions, then it'd be really Really great for us to find out a little bit more about you guys in detail. So I, th- I think it'd be all right if we could start with Alex. Um, if you could tell us just a little bit about yourself, really, um, and your background and um, how far. I know you just finished your fourth year, but um, what you're intending to do further on in your career.
4: Lovely. So as I said, I'm just entering fifth year next year. I'm doing an intercalation in emergency medicine. So hopefully you'll be able to do my dissertation in paediatrics. Um, I have obviously just finished up as president of Cardiff Uni Pied Society, which encourages students to consider a future career in child health. Um, and then outside of medicine, I really like traveling and taking lots of photos.
2: Fantastic. That's great. Thank you very much. And Jordan, um, just coming out at the end of training, but what's, what's been your path so far?
3: Uh, yeah, so I just say I'm at SDA. Just finished training in Wales recently and um, went to med school in London, but I'm from Newport area of Wales and returned back to Wales after um, med school. Um, chose PEDS after foundation and I did PEDS emergency medicine grid. Um, so, yeah, just, just finishing up here in Old South Wales, about to move to Sydney, New South Wales uh, to work in the PGD in in Westmead over there. So, yeah, pretty excited about the. 24-hour flight with two young children and 14 days in quarantine hotel with two young kids.
2: <laughs> I can't wait for that. Oh, uh, You'll have to send us a postcard.
1: Hopefully they'll supply you with some <laughs> nice food.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Um, I was just going to ask from it, what was it that turned you both to paediatrics that meant that you've gone down the paths that you have?
4: Um, so I've always wanted to work with children, um, and when applying to uni, it was either paediatric doctor or primary school teacher. Um, kids are way more fun. What can I say?
3: <laughs> yeah, similar things really. I mean, I've always enjoyed working with with children. Um, during sort of my teenage years, I I worked in summer play schemes, summer school camps. Um, I also taught drums to some younger kids. Um, in med school, I love my Peds placements, and my PGD placement was the best by far. And yes, yeah, so like Alex, it's no sort of fancy answer. It's just fun to to work with children, um, and you know, Karen doing that is great. And everyday in work is is a bit of a laugh and and, and a fun time. So, yeah, simple things really, just the, the fun of it all.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's how I would uh, approach it as well. So I couldn't agree more
2: there. And um, the. This, this position that we kind of created this year in Wales as paediatric liaison officer, um, as I said, is, is uh, the first year that it's been running. Jordan, what, what made you want to apply to that position?
3: Quite, well, a, a few things. So I, I'd previously been a clinical tutor for the fourth year um, students on their P's block. And I'd been a um, supervisor or tutor for the specialist choice modules that some of the um, students in, in Cardiff do. Uh, that was really rewarding and this was sort of an opportunity to continue to, to teach students who were already interested in peas and develop my own sort of skills in in teaching. Um, so, yeah, so part of the educational role was was one aspect. Um, and also just having good relationships with working pediatricians for myself certainly sort of cemented my love of the specialty And as, as an undergraduate. And this was an opportunity to provide some mentorship and, and recruit the next generation of pediatricians um yes yeah, so possibly it was quite a selfish thing I mean I'm, we've all worked on these rotors with uh you know, massive rotor gaps and I didn't really fancy being a hybrid consultant so it's purely selfish reasons really
2: <laughs> and um and Alex I know that you're recording this from where are you
4: in Oxford in
2: Oxford yeah and Jordan's down in Newport so there's a Big, big gap between the two of you so you're allowed to say whatever you like to this question um, but what did it like having Jordan as a as a liaison officer? <laughs>
4: <laughs> he has actually been incredible from the word go really um, I was on the paediatric society the year before last um, as the events coordinator and I always struggled to find contacts um, and people to help out with events and talks and Jordan has literally sorted me out with everyone I need Um, He's been really useful with our first ever national conference as well, Um, as well as obviously our research initiative. Um, He's just been, yeah, incredible. So thank you so much, Jordan.
3: Thank you, Alex, for the kind words. But being from Newport, you've got to say nice things, otherwise there'll be consequences.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And also Alex recognises that there's a future boss
2: in Jordan.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah, if he's going to Australia.
2: And um, fab, that's fab. So I can I can see that the two of you have been working really well together. What kinds of things have you managed to accomplish so far?
4: So we have established our research initiative, which is called World Cups. Um, we have hosted the first Welsh, Welsh National Paediatric Conference. Um, and we've had over 120 members to um, join in with all our volunteer schemes, fundraising and academic events. And Jordan has been central to pretty much all of them.
2: Fab. And the, the CUPS itself, is that, so that's the Cardiff University Paediatric Society. Is that um, just for medics or is that for multidisciplinary group?
4: Yeah, all healthcare students. Um, we also have some psychology students. And I think we um interested some English lit students this year.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Which is yeah. And you mentioned the World Cups. So what was it that what was the idea that kind of brought you to setting that up as an initiative?
3: So um first of all, Alex, thank you again for all these <laughs> compliments for um <laughs> again, Alex uh, basically single hand not single-handedly, but with um Swansea, the Swansea. Uh, lead of the Undergraduate Peds Society, uh, established a, a massive conference here in, in Cardiff, so um, she deserves a lot of credit for all, all her amazing work over the past year. Um, but to come back on to, yes, World Cup, so the thought behind this was, as a student, I was pretty lucky to have a sort of support from a Peds emergency medicine consultant um, as a, I think it was a third or fourth year, um, which allowed me with a friend to get involved in Peds research, and uh, I, I thought it would be great to work towards providing more students with the same opportunity that that I had with that. Um, and I'd seen how enthusiastic some of the students coming through were about about research. I remember having that sort of myself and not doing the job, meaning I didn't really understand what ideas would be useful or um, what projects would be would be possible or beneficial. Um, and kind of from the, our perspective as working clinicians, I, I found that we were. Often having sort of ideas for projects and identifying clinical problems in our day to day work, but with the sort of rotors that we work, not having the time to follow through on any of those project ideas. And this sort of potential to benefit mutually from helping each other was there. So um, I think it's my main sort of number one priority as a uh, taking on the role of the Cardiff University Peace Society pediatric liaison officer position was to try and, um, to get some sort of research support for for the students, and so I pitched the idea to Alex and the committee and um, and luckily they were, they were keen to take it on board and, and push it forward.
1: That's awesome. and do you get um trainees that get involved like get involved as well as well as students within the society?
4: yeah we have an f one i think doing a project at the moment, and then loads of trainees have obviously offered their expertise um and have become supervisors for us does the have you had good uptake with it all? yeah we've had really good uptake actually um initially we wanted kind of students to propose projects and trainees to pro- or consultants to propose projects um however, we found that Students don't tend to come to us with a research project. We kind of offer them out via social media um, And email them to the CUPS members We've also promoted it at several conferences and study days which have been really useful um, To get all of our supervisors involved. So we have ten supervisors um, who are all currently working in South Wales And have set up projects relating to a range of subspecialities such as emergency medicine, medical education, gastroenterology, and respiratory. Um, And obviously, two of our supervisors are on this podcast today.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that Tom
4: and I? Yeah, actually, Jordan is also a supervisor as well. Oh, so that's three. Yeah, can't count. We're accounting
0: for 30% of the supervisors (laughs) as (laughs) well. Actually, I, I wanted to briefly, just because I, um, I always forget, and it's such a simple question, but uh, Jordan or Alex, do you mind just telling us what the acronym
3: World Cup stands for? Okay, sure, I'll take, I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> so World Cups is working paediatricians. It's a, it's a quiet P, ignore the P. Working paediatricians <laughs> overseeing research-led and delivered by cups and cups being college university paediatric society like all good projects make an acronym and work backwards
0: i remember being on the uh plane journey back with you uh from Archem <laughs> conference last year where you were desperately trying to find
3: out a way to make world cups work and it's it still blows my mind to this day how good that is no anyway, it is a problem i think it's the um best achievement of my life above the birth of my children <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, we've got a fab logo as
2: well. You have got a fab logo. Yeah, it is actually awesome. Um, I had another question. The actual kind of logistics of joining, combining the trainees with the students, how does that work and how long does that take?
4: Um, so that is basically mine and Jordan's full role. Um, so we get sent the projects via email. And then I release them via Cup social media platforms um, and email them to all the members. Um, excitingly, all our projects are allocated within an hour, um, with the majority allocated in just under 10 minutes. So the uptake is huge from the student side. Um, and everyone is really interested in getting involved.
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah, I think the last project that I submitted was with the to do with the professional support unit. And I think it was uh, a world record two minutes.
4: Yeah, that was impressive. (laughs) I think
1: the word publication or presentation might have helped. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just going to ask with that, you have the really quick uptake. Uh, Generally, is everyone pretty good at actually getting the work done for you guys? Or do you have trouble having to chase people?
4: Um, So... We started in November and we've had two projects finished so we've got 17 in total I think and they're still kind of ongoing um, but we haven't had any problems not that we've heard of anyway.
3: I think COVID's obviously had quite an impact as well as projects that I was trying to lead on which have just basically been shelved during Covid. Yeah. Um, so that's going to have an effect um, but we've been quite open with people so um, we gave a brief sort of Background of the proposed project idea. Um, then we put the the student in touch with the supervisor to have further discussions. And at that point, it obviously, it's free and open for people to to withdraw their their interest and say, actually, um, I you know here's some more detail. And it's not quite for me. And we make it, make it clear to the students and the supervisors that that is the case as well. So there's no pressure to um, to have to commit once you said you're interested, but. We found that this, as I suggested earlier on, that students are really enthusiastic and really do want to follow through and and complete projects.
1: I'm glad to. Because I know as a student myself, like I'd have been terrified trying to get involved. So having this support must be amazing for all of the people involved. So that's good.
2: And I suppose if you or other deaneries wanted to put together this kind of um, this project, essentially, um how would you advise them to kind of get started where were some of the the barriers that you might have had um just to kind of qu- let them reach this this uh, this zone quite quickly
4: so firstly i would say gain lots of interest um with particularly supervisors because students obviously are all really keen but the pro- like proposing a project to students is way more valuable than the other way around we found. Um, so go to conferences, study days, promote yourselves via social media, um, any way that you think is suitable, just to gain lots and lots of interest and potential projects.
2: Okay,
3: i will just say um just sort of, sort of tips for other places who want to start something similar is is making sure the projects are achievable. Um, again, this this is work outside of the undergraduate curriculum, so. Which is already pretty busy, so making sure this is a, a actually achievable project in a in a, in a, a reasonable time frame is important. Um, one of the other things is, as we suggested, the interest is massive. So initially, we started offering the project to people who emailed. So Alex and I would advertise a project and then spend the rest of the day um, replying to lots and lots of emails, apologising that the project project had already been allocated. So I think um we we sort of moved and developed and learned and, and moved to having sort of first come, first serve via Facebook or Twitter comments so that people could actually see that, that the um project was already allocated. Um, and that saved a lot of workload for us having to send lots of apologetic emails um to disappointed students.
0: So there are two things that occurred to me listening to you and Alex there, um Jordan. So have I got this right? It seems to me, um Alex that is the bottleneck for the project uptake more proposals from uh, supervisors than it is interest from medical students?
4: Yeah, definitely. We did open it up to get students to propose their own projects, but I think it's hard when you don't really have much clinical experience in paediatrics. You don't really know where the quality improvement needs to come from or what audits are already in place.
0: Yeah, I suppose, Jordan, you mentioned something similar to that earlier. It's hard, isn't it, when you're a student to know where you need to focus your efforts for a project?
3: Yeah, definitely. Until you're doing the job day in, day out, and you start to see um, the clinical questions that arise and places that need improvement, um, it's really hard just to, out of the blue, come up with an idea if you're not working that job. Um, so I think for us as as trainees and as fully qualified paediatricians, we're in a position to um, yeah to, to think of the the projects and the, and the work that needs to be done. Um, and there's a massive bank of students who are willing to help us achieve those things, and in the sort of same time improve their own skills and knowledge of of research and QI, and develop themselves.
0: Amazing. Um, Alex, just uh, I, I mean just anecdotally um so tom and i came up with the idea of um of a pediatric liaison officer towards the the start of the last academic year because we were thinking of ways we could improve engagement with medical students and thereby you know in, a, in an almost self-serving way improve recruitment um and re- recruitment to the pediatric program because we want as many people coming to pediatrics as possible do you from what you've um found chatting to your fellow medical students who've taken part in this do you think this has helped at all in terms of uh, in improving interest
4: definitely um i think having an accessible pediatrician which i can say is very hard because we have um they're called sscs every year mm. and pediatrics is definitely one of the more competitive ones and supervisors are really hard to find Um, So having Jordan just there to answer loads of questions about careers, what to put on your CV um, has been really valuable and the feedback has been amazing.
0: Fab, thank you. Um, And then I I had one final thought about what you were saying then. It seems that perhaps a key element of getting people engaged with this and getting you really, you know, getting these projects sold so quickly was social media. Is that is that the way we need to be engaging with the new generation of soon-to-be doctors?
4: Um, I think so, yes. I think social media is obviously the way forward in the future, um, and also the kind of easiest platform to kind of promote paediatrics, I would say. Um, obviously, events are great, but we have to promote those via social media and to our members first anyway, so
2: sorry just to jump in there um which which if we're talking about social media which platforms do you think are the most important to to capture um the 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 kind of well i was going to say the young the young generation but the medical students you know because we tend to use uh, twitter for lots well i for lots of my kind of uh med ed stuff Uh, do you guys use twitter a lot or should we be focusing on You know, the Instagrams and and, um, whatever else the kids are doing.
3: I mean, personally, Tom, I've been doing a lot of TikToks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see those.
3: (laughs) Um,
4: I would say it definitely depends on the year. So my year, use Facebook quite a lot. Also use Twitter. There's quite a lot of medic student engagement on Twitter at the moment. Um, but I would say my sister's year, who she's just on her A-level, she's definitely Instagram and TikTok. So I guess it's changing depending on how old kind of you are.
2: Yeah, we're not all as old as Jordan, I suppose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and sorry to jump in, but I guess um, there's a different benefit from each platform, isn't there? Because um, I know for us, being a small cohort when i was in university having facebook groups um was an easy way to promote whereas twitter you can't really create an event but it's definitely changed through my time as a from student to foundation doctor
4: no i completely agree i think facebook is definitely the easiest platform for events and that's how the majority of societies at cardiff still do it but I think Twitter is more, like, you can access a lot more people.
1: Um, I had one question. Sorry, guys. Um, so my one of my thoughts was just where do you guys see World Cups going next? I know COVID has thrown a massive spanner in the works for progress of everything in life at the moment. But um, where do you guys see cups going in, World Cups going in the future?
3: Well, I I hope that um, it will will just continue and and grow locally in not only Cardiff, but South Wales. Um, I I still meet people and and trainees who who discuss their ideas and projects, but never actually go any further forward with them. And this is an opportunity to to easily do that um, whilst helping other people improve their skills, their knowledge, and hopefully help them into pediatrics as a career. Um, so hopefully it continues to, to grow naturally and locally and um, across the Welsh January.
1: That sounds awesome. Hopefully when I'm an ST1 I can get myself involved as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. Please.
4: That would be great. Thank you.
2: And Alex, where where are you intending to do paediatrics?
4: Um, well, Wales will always have my heart, seeing as I've been here for four years now and it's you just don't really get bored of it, do you? Um, but I'm not sure. Wherever it will take me.
2: <laughs> okay, well, that's good. <laughs>
0: um, so I just want to, I don't know how much you could, um, so Alex and Jordan, I don't know how much you can reveal about these sorts of things, but I was just wondering what sort of projects you currently had um, underway with World Cups. What sort of ideas are getting proposed?
4: Um, so we have 17 projects at the moment. We've got one currently underway with you guys at Dragon Bites. Look forward to seeing that.
0: I'm happy to to for you to discuss that in a bit more detail. I don't mind that being given away.
4: Well, we'd love to know what's been going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, this, so this was a project... Uh, I'm going to shamelessly self-promote now, aren't I? Um, <laughs> this is a project that... Um, the, uh, Stacy, the other co-founder of Dragon Bites, um, Tom and, and I had discussed for a while about whether we could get um, podcasts going for undergraduate medical students that would help them with their revision um, and studying for paediatric exams uh, and uh, I thought I'd propose it to yourself and Jordan for World Cups and I, th- I don't know how fast that project got taken up but it seemed pretty fast to me.
4: Oh yeah, like within minutes.
0: Yeah. um, So we've got this fantastic trainee. I don't know if she would want me to name drop her. So I won't as of yet, but uh, because she's got this project underway, um, who's run it. And we've already had hundreds of responses from medical students about interest in, in this exact field, which is what we wanted the project to kind of prove, which is great.
4: Yeah, it's going to be a great project. Very useful as well. (laughs) <laughs> I've tried tried to like push lots of different ideas. <laughs> yeah,
0: you 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 had loads of ideas Alex, thank you.
4: <laughs> but yeah, so we've got your project which is going to be amazing. We've got several in emergency medicine. Um Tom is doing one with the PSU. Um and then we've also got ones in gastroenterology. I think we've had a respiratory project. So lots of different topics that um, get proposed to us. They all sound amazing. Um, And hopefully lots more publications and presentations to be going on.
0: Uh, Have you had any success stories from them so far? Do you know if any? uh, It's probably still really early days at the moment, isn't it? But have any of them been um, uh, sent off a publication or presentation yet?
4: Yep. So we've got one published in the ADC. Oh, and
0: um, out of interest, who was who was involved in that one? Uh,
4: <laughs> that would be Jordan and myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've had another one who presented at a national conference, um, the
1: trainee paediatric conference that happened a couple of weeks ago.
0: Oh, amazing!
1: It was a really good presentation. Uh,
0: um. So can. Alex and Jordan, what was your um, article, I mean, congratulations on getting a publication in ADC. Um, what was your article, about? I know what your article was about, but for listeners, what was your article about?
3: So um, so again, this is a natural sort of progression of other questions. So during my PICU placement, we had a child who had a, a chest drain in situ, asked to remove the drain by the consultant and asked to get a, a chest x-ray post removal of the ch- chest drain. Um, so I just wondered, you know, what what is that worthwhile? is that useful? What's the evidence for that practice? Um, so that was a clinical kind of question we looked into: was in children who have uh, the removal of a chest drain, um, is a is a chest X ray post removal um, ben- beneficial? Essentially, um, and Alex did an amazing job at looking into that and, and answering that question.
4: Yeah. So we found that. It's not necessary in children who are asymptomatic um, for removal of chest strains. Um, however, if the patients are symptomatic and potentially have a pneumothorax, um, then the chest x-ray is beneficial.
1: That's awesome. I guess that saves so many children having unnecessary radiation. So that's really awesome. Thank you. Guys, you've obviously got loads of really exciting things going on. If there are any trainees or students out there that want to get involved, how do they get in touch with you lot?
3: So, um, yeah, if you've got a, a project proposal, you can email us on worldcupsresearch at gmail.com. I'm not sure if Asim can put that in the in the sort of text for the podcast, but it's worldcupsresearch at gmail.com, or you can contact um, Alex or myself on Twitter or Facebook or, or
2: whatever
1: perfect thank you very much
2: well if we're um, if we've interrogated these these two as much as we <laughs> would like then um, I would just like to say thank you yeah um, when Asim and I kind of thought about creating this this position of the trainee liaison um, we ne- I don't think we ever really thought that it would it would turn into the kind of um, well, the kind of beast that it is now, creating all these projects, getting lots of students involved in paediatrics and hopefully uh, getting them into training. Um, but then also, you know, we're getting these fantastic projects done that are having effects on on improving care that's being delivered to children. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about you, Asim, but I, I never really thought that it would, it would go this well, really.
0: It's mind-blowing. And um, i you know and that is largely in part due to you know alex and jordan and the fantastic cups team i mean they took a, a small idea from the two of us and turned it into a whole other beast
2: yeah well thanks very much for coming in and talking about it today um alex and jordan and and thanks rebecca for helping us uh interrogate these this pair and um we'll see you again on another dragon bites episode
3: yeah thank you thank you all thanks alex for all your hard work over the past year and um, thank you guys for the uh, pleasure of being on your famous <laughs> podcast
1: thank you guys for having us um we've had a really good day thank you guys for coming and speaking with us it's been amazing chatting to you guys and it's definitely inspired me to get involved even more
2: thanks for joining us keep up the great work and we'll see you again soon
0: And can I give a massive thank you to our hosts for this episode, Tom Cromarty and Rebecca Jones, as well as our special guests, Jordan Evans and Alex Richards. Hopefully that inspired some of the paediatric trainees out there to try something similar with their local universities. If you're interested in setting up a paediatric liaison officer, please either contact myself or Thomas Cromarty, both available either on Twitter or on the Bites websites www.dragonbitespodcast.com remember that's bites with a Y if you're interested however in setting up something similar to World Cups, and want to know more about that please contact Jordan Evans Alex Richards or the Cardiff University Paediatric Society they're all available on Twitter or if you don't use Twitter just let us know on the Dragon Bites website and we'll pass your information on to them anyway thank you for listening and join us again next time for another episode of Dragon Bites (laughs)